Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki master, energy teacher, medium, and author of a trilogy, including the newest book, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages showing us our challenges are not economic, political, or societal, but a deep disconnect from our inner soul wisdom and connection to all that is. I am delighted to welcome Mara Branscombe, author of Ritual as Remedy, an evocative guide to ritual and healing practices as a healing balm for the psyche and soul. Hello, Mara, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to share your amazing and versatile, adventuresome journey across the Atlantic, trekked across the Himalayas, studied yoga in India, planted trees in Canada's north, lived off the grid in a remote cabin, worked as a Waldorf Steiner school teacher, and you found your passion for dance and choreography all the while practicing yoga, meditation, and rituals which have inspired life's work of earth-based, ceremonial, intentional, and heart-centered living and loving. You really are indeed a true Vitruvian woman. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing amazing accomplishments. And the book is wonderful. Mara. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have shown them or others around them the interest, work, and lifestyle they might embrace as an adult. For the life, plan, and destiny are within our soul energy, and it begins at the beginning, at our birth. It's there. We only have to walk forward and discover it. So think back to childhood Mm -hmm. so you know one of my first memories is of the moon and I was so lucky to spend my summers in a cabin on a lake and those early years were so formative and generative of my connection to nature those being two two very powerful teachers to me. One is the moon. And the other, I will tell you what just came up for me when you asked that question, is the monarch butterflies. Mm. So I got to spend every summer with the monarch butterflies. That was their migratory path in, in the southern tip of Canada where I was living as a little girl. And I would be with them from their states of caterpillar through chrysalis to um, the winged ones. I would even watch them, in fact, coming out, you know, uh, into the butterfly form. And that, those are two very powerful teachers for me. Yeah, you were watching transformation and knew mm-hmm. that beauty could come from something ordinary, Right. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, beautiful. So let's go on to what is a ritual? You know, sometimes sometimes people might think it's something a little odd, but it's really not. Yes. Go ahead, tell us about it. Yeah, so this is what I would like to say. When we make our habits conscious, when we make our habits sacred or extraordinary, so that a ritual is anything that's done with intention. A ritual brings us into a state of present moment awareness, 
it brings us, so it could be as simple as a morning gratitude practice, which is very common these days. It's very mainstream, in fact, that, you know, people, you know, are now learning that we wake up and if we can call forward three or more gratitudes and consciously, you know, hold a clean, calm state within, our capacity grows. We're able to handle our day with more ease and actually more abundance and more beauty. So rituals bring us into these states. Yes, and you know what? When we can let go of our attachments to the final outcome of anything, we're free. So rituals help mm-hmm. us to go into a state of silence, to know ourselves better, to relax, to heal, and to to bring out our greatest um, intentions for what we want in our life. So it's a very wonderful thing to have rituals. Yoga creates a ritual. Drawing listening to music, going into nature, they all create an opening, an an environment for us to connect to the deepest part of ourself, our soul. And it's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then we're able to let go of what we think is important to really know ourselves and, and, and how magnificent we already are from the moment of our birth and the, and the butterfly from the moment of its transformation. Beautiful. So what are some examples of simple rituals uh, for someone new to this path? Yes. So I mentioned uh, morning gratitude practice. And I like to do, you know, what I call um, visualizing my day practice. Mm-hmm. So I sit, you know, I can, you could sit quietly with coffee or tea, whatever you choose. Do not go to your device right away. So this can be done, you know, in the morning or if you have, if it's better for you in the afternoon. But you leave your, your technology outside of the room and you sit in silence with a candle, maybe your journal, maybe your warm drink, and you visualize your day going the way you want it to go or you visualize the state in which you, you want to feel. And you invite that into the center of your body. And then you welcome in an, an energy of light all around you and possibility and expansion. And then maybe you journal after that um, about those states. So what we're doing in that kind of ritual is we're, we're creating, I would say, a frequency or a vibration or a state that is um, expansive. And that allows us to kind of dream into our own potential. So that's one example of how we can all access that kind of state. And, you know, for some of us, uh, we like to follow the cycles of the moon. So for anyone just beginning, this is a great way to start your ritual practice. If you go to the farmer's almanac and you put into your phone or your calendar every new moon and every full moon for the next six months. So, Every new moon is a time, an opportunity to honor your inner process. It's a time to bring yourself back in, to be quiet, to be still, and also to plant seeds of new beginnings. That could be a project. That could be um, a mindset. And then every full moon, it's an opportunity for us to be um, expansive and to kind of work with the energy that we're feeling and we may need to um, match that energy by um, you know dancing or you know getting exercise going for a big hike because the, the full moon is all about you know that pretty wild big energy and if we're not observing these points that are very cosmic 
universal energies every new moon and full moon, we we kind of lose, we might lose touch with actually something bigger than us. And when we connect to something bigger than us, that is the force of the stars, the sun, the moon, the seasons, then, you know, we're kind of just living in our own ego. <laughs> and yes. so when we connect to these bigger states, right, we realize I am humble in this moment and what am I opening to learn about myself right here, right now? And so we become self-healers and self-guides through the rhythm of nature all around us. And universal source <laughs> that we're connected to yeah. and everybody is connected to. Now, you also said the daily task of the modern mystic is to bear witness to what thoughts, feelings, actions, and words you are feeding into your being to become aware of what no longer serves you and to truly accept what is going on inside you, the positive, the negative, all of it. And the moon helps us in those cycles to use that and to move on always to more joyful, happy, healthy states of being. Because that's what we were born Mm -hmm. to be. We were not born to (laughs) suffer we were born to experience all types of emotions and master them and create what we really want to bring into this world. So what inspired you to write this book? This book was an online course that I had taught for about five years before I received a very powerful, I would call it an intuitive flash, mm-hmm. where I saw myself hold, I saw myself holding a book. And it was my book. Um, and I then received the message, do it for the collective. Mm. This was pre-pandemic. This was about four or five months pre-pandemic. And so once I got that message, I lit, a, a fire was lit within me, and I had to write the book. So that, it was surprising because it wasn't part of the plan, in fact. And I loved that surprise. <laughs> it was because a wonderful I, surprise. It, it was your destiny yes. <laughs> and life plan. <laughs> I, you know how yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was told 25 years ago by a medium, I had never had a reading. I didn't believe in all this spiritual awareness. I, I was raised in a very practical family. And I was a producer. I had to always see uh, what the results were of my actions. So uh, although I was born intuitive and a medium, I didn't use it until the last 30 years. I was working Mm -hmm. on on the human, the very physical level. But at any rate, so this woman said to me, you're going to write a trilogy, three books. And I said, I don't think so. And, And within short measure... Another person told me I had to take yoga, and and, and a week later, my hairdresser invited me to the yoga uh, course at our gym, our local Mm -hmm. gym, and things Mm -hmm. just started to fall into place, because once the student is ready, everything starts to unfold. So yes, Mm -hmm. you were supposed to do it, I was supposed to do it, and after a short time, I didn't hesitate. I only hesitated initially. But then Mm -hmm. as things evolved, I knew it was the right path for me. And I would share something very beautiful with whoever would find it. 
you know, who would read it or wouldn't mm-hmm. find it. So um, mm-hmm. I wanted also to say, uh, so we have been encouraged by spirit. We have been, it was our life plan. We have supported. And I wrote this in my book, A New Life Awaits. I believe that a well-balanced, healthy lifestyle requires being surrounded by supportive people and situations that enhance our positive thinking and produce positive results in our endeavors. Even when some forces may disrupt the flow of events, if we are working within the framework of spiritual or higher values, our choices will be wiser, our recovery from any tragedy will be faster, and we will have a chance for a better outcome and a more lasting impact on others. And you sort of suggested as part of writing the book, uh, that many people have been having problems being so in alignment to mass consumption, materialism, and the onslaught mm-hmm. of media influences. And you did say, put your gadget, you know, your cell phone and your computer mm-hmm. away, because those are only tools. We are the ultimate source of connection to all intelligent life. Those are just mm-hmm little bitty tools so anyhow uh, let's go on to the next question oh you described a full moon ritual and a new moon ritual that was very powerful and can you share your background with yoga meditation and guiding community ceremony and how these practices have helped to support healing and transformation for you and others Mm -hmm. When we practice yoga and meditation, there is an awareness over time around the center of the body. There is an awareness and, um, and in fact, a a sensation palpable that we drop out of the mind and the literal mind and we start to bring our consciousness into the center of our body. And when we do that, we tap into our intuition. And so... Those two practices, yoga and meditation, are great tools in order to then get into a state where you can be in, um, like a, whether you call it a ritualistic state or a ceremonial state, or for some of us, we, you know, some of us refer to it as the Zen state or we're in the flow state. Athletes yes. refer to it as that in the flow. It's all the same thing. It doesn't matter what word you use, but it is that there is a feeling of oneness. And that is powerful. So, so those I have been studying, you know, very naturally. I was a, I was an athlete growing up. I was a gymnast, in fact. So I ha- I had that oh. sensation as a child, and that just that allowed me to find yoga, you know, when I was seventeen, and and then allowed me to carry on and and find these rituals and ceremonies that are ancient and. So naturally, I um, I was able to, through my own discovery, then um, open my awareness to guiding others o- along the path similarly. And so I feel that a lot of this work is about embodying center and then allowing what wants to come from the center of our body, which is most likely our intuitive nature, to to grow and to express and, itself. And to express itself and free us from false, perhaps, illusions of the physical mm-hmm. world that 
has been imprinted on us to let that go so we can be in this state this alignment this connection to universal source and peace and well-being freedom and and we can eliminate a lot of our original fears or traumas from childhood and everybody has them the physical world just makes that palpable but you also mm-hmm. talk about the breath or ana and your first awareness of life, the breath is very important to understand the tone, the rhythm, the quality. And when people get sick, their breath is affected. COVID has affected many, many people. And uh, what they need to get past it, some people have long-term effects, is to get into these energy practices, rituals, uh, a way to um, eliminate the fear of what happened because if it happened it was a necessary experience we had to go through nothing is random and everything has a purpose so for our listeners out there if you have had uh, any fallback from any illness and are having difficulty with the breath we suggest you find energy healers who can help you reconnect and uh, use your breath to get beyond your limitation and fear. And you will find, in short order, uh, how powerful you are to heal yourself. So it just came up. That wasn't part of what I was going to say, but somehow it just presented. Oh, I love that. I, I it just presented more, more deeply when you were saying that. So, you oh, know, good, it's like good. also being... Yeah, it's about being aware of when you're not breathing deeply, too, and rerouting that pathway. And, you know, I think we need to take more pauses in our daily life. Yes. And by being in nature, if we have access to nature um, or a park, if we live in the city, or we have plants in our homes that represent nature, and that that is living as a living energy that is a powerful healer. Absolutely. You see, slowing down is very important. That's why I was told by spirit to get into yoga. I was a type A personality, moving very fast in my mind and physical life. And yoga Mm -hmm. helped me to reconnect to the breath and the energy that was flowing through me and uh, realize the core that you spoke of earlier to reignite ignition and uh, intuition. Mm -hmm to reunite our intuition and everything mm-hmm. you you but you have to be consistent you have to put the effort you have to want to do it if it's for mm-hmm. you in this life it will find you and then you can mm-hmm. accept it you know but if mm-hmm. it's if it's mm-hmm. not for you there are other ways we're we're all spiritual beings we're all part of spirit mm-hmm. even though our lives mm-hmm. paths may be different but let's go on to Is there an evening ritual that you can share to enhance sleep, release stress, and return to our true form? Mm -hmm. Yes, I love to do um, either a warm shower or or a bath, if possible, to wash. First of all, you know, this is a way that... These are some examples of evening rituals. So it's not just a, you know, random shower, or random bath, but it is that you light a candle and, you know, dim the lights. And as, you know, you're working with the element of water to purify yourself from the day, 
to ask any energies that you may have taken on consciously or unconsciously to, um, to leave you if they are, especially if they're not, you know, if they're of a negative vibration and we often don't even know that, right. And you know that from your Reiki practice. So we need to cleanse a little bit. Um, if you have access to that kind of water. Um, and then I like to, um, roll out the yoga mat and just do a couple of restorative practices, maybe a child's pose, maybe even just a seated um, meditation or just sit back, you know, in the bed and, um, ha- and be in a meditative state. And this is what I say to myself. I mean, all the devices are off uh, 30 minutes before I um, start to do my evening ritual. I'm drinking chamomile tea. And I ask, you know, myself to release any energy that I may have taken on. And then I, I say, I release myself from all my work. My job is done for the day. May I sleep well. May I receive insights in the dream time. And then having a dream journal, having a journal beside your bed, so that if something comes up for you first thing in the morning, you've had a dream, or, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, you can't sleep, you might want to write down some of the ruminating thoughts that are coming up, that are wake, that are that are ruminating as you've woken up in powerful practice, and then you, definitely then you is. Out. And you said you have yeah. a prayer to honor water, and uh, may I read it? <laughs> yes. My salted tears pour out of me and flow back into the spirit waters. I trust this is all part of the great flow of life. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow is another day of change and momentum. I flow with my evolving mind and body temple as I hold strong to my sovereign nature and live out the best version of me. Like water, I am empowering my energy body to shape shift in a flash. Very beautiful. Water and the five elements are all important to our spiritual life. And, you know, I'm going to incorporate a little bit of this in my more nightly ritual. What I do in the evening is I open myself up to the Reiki energies so healing may go on before I fall asleep. And then I, mm-hmm. I say a little prayer. Lord, watch over me this night, secure from any fear. Angels, protect me till morning light appears. And please surround me in the divine light of love and protection. Protect me from any negative vibrations or thoughts to ensure a peaceful sleep. And, and, and then I ask my guides to download any information in a wonderful dream that may help me carry out whatever needs to be done for spirit. So they're similar. Mm-hmm. And they're so. important. It's very mm-hmm. important every night to do this practice. See, some people think you do it every once in a while, and that's enough. No, no. It has to be consistent. And it feels mm-hmm. so good to be in that alignment and energy of spirit. And once you get mm-hmm. used to it, you can't, you can't go back. It's where you are. So what would you like readers to take away with them after reading your book. There's so much wonderful stuff in it. I would like readers to take away that they can self-guide and they can self-heal 
and they can attune to their environment and the elements or their fire and water for a sense of not only connection in life in this complex world we live in, but also a sense of belonging. So I want the reader to take away that they're not alone doing the spirit work or their physical work or their emotional work or their mental work. When we connect, you know, to a, a daily ritual practice, whatever that may be, from as simple as calling out your three gratitudes every morning to, an, a, you know, an elaborate full moon ritual, it, it is that the intention is clear. The intention of healing from within, the intention of present moment awareness, the intention of being a kind and compassionate human on this planet. Absolutely. And if we can all come together to do this, I feel the ripple effect is massive. Excellent. We are conscientious citizens of the universe. We absolutely are that. And you wrote, when we create space for silence, stillness, prayer, meditation, we discover the gift of deep and radical self-inquiry. I always say self-investigation and self-mastery of our um, self-mastery of all the, of our emotions are really what life is all about. That's why our soul came here. And you said it in a little different way, but it, it's exactly the truth. I would like to thank you, Mara Branscombe, for sharing your authentic love of life and spirit and for following the clues of your life journey as it has given you the blessed opportunity to explore the world shamanic yoga and meditation practices as well as to enjoy a life with family and children helping you to let go of what needs to be shed and share how to tap into our inner powers going beyond the mundane to our inner mystic the unseen realms and the sacred turning points of life as well as the truth of our soul's calling to purchase this book and learn more about the miracle of life's journey Go to ritualasremedy.com. In summarizing today's episode, we have discovered where we come from, how to live with our spiritual or divine gifts merged with our human life, and how to connect to those above who guide and help when asked, you must ask, to make our thoughts and dreams reality in the physical and also spiritual worlds. Of course, we know as Mara said, we are never alone. We have not been alone from the moment of our birth, and we will not be alone when we transition beyond this life. Most important to begin to remember our spiritual inner consciousness and ability to create authentic lives. Mara writes, committing to daily mindful and colorful rituals is essential in order to keep your energy field clear. The first place to begin clearing your own energy field is to begin a daily mindful ritual. It could be as simple as lighting a candle first thing in the morning, writing down your gratitudes, walking quietly and intentionally in nature, or taking a candle lit bath, whatever you choose, one must find ways that support you to come home inside yourself. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. Mara and I would like our listeners to know that even though 
the nation and world are going through challenging worldwide events that in every time and place the same has happened in the duality of divisive thoughts or emotions the opportunity to reunite with the best within ourselves our soul wisdom allows us to allow accept and surrender to the universal plan for each of us and for the world knowing it is the way to find newfound peace and love eventually as we trust the divine to guide us i am cheryl glick host of healing from within and author of the newest book in a trilogy a new life awaits and i invite you to visit my website cherylglick.com to listen to and read about authors visionaries metaphysicians, scientists, spiritualists, energy workers, and medical professionals, artists, and musicians share their personal search for knowing more about themselves, the nature of physical and spiritual life, and a universe that is eternal and expansive. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and uh, dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.